Good morning, good evening, possibly good afternoon. This is Darius Kamech from Don't Argue With Idiots podcast for episode number 10. Now, this episode will tackle quite a few topics with Terrence Blois, and we'll be going over Jada Pinkett Smith's recent comments on her Red Table Talk, thoughts on that popular show You, and Thanksgiving is coming soon, and many more. Sit back, relax, and please enjoy. Good morning. Good evening and possibly good afternoon. This is Darius coming at you from the Don't Argue With Idiots podcast for episode number 10. I'm here with two amazing guests in the past. We delivered a very thrilling and so for some people even triggering, they would say, episode 7 podcast. I'm here with Terrence. What's up? What's up? I'm also here with Blois. Greetings. And my first question, you know, are you a feminist, Terrence? Yes. And Blois, are you a feminist? Absolutely, 100%. Excellent. Double down today. Oh, I was going to say, if you ever want to question and look into that, feel free to do your research on episode 7. Previously, I'd still on all platforms. But how have you gentlemen been? How's your health? How's your mental? I'm doing good. Mental health is good. I'm on cloud nine right now, trying to ride that wave. Uh, health is good. Staying in the gym. Well, trying to. Uh, it sucks, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, um, for me it's been it's been pretty good, beautiful. Uh, it's getting a little bit colder out, so you can't really do no more outside stuff that I used to. Probably like flipping tires or shooting around, but you know I'm I'm hanging in there. Oh, you be doing you, grown man? Yeah, you Olympic athlete. You said flipping tires. Oh yeah, some. I mean, cause they got it at the gym, so you know what I'm saying I just what you go take to? upon myself right. to do it. Um, family fitness on Alpine. Oh, all right. Oh yeah, no, they lit for sure. Uh, but speaking of mental health, someone whose mental health has not been the greatest spirit, especially as of late, but honestly, over the course of the last two years, uh, Will Smith. And, you know, people always talk about happy wife, happy life. It doesn't really apply in that sentiment whatsoever, because uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she kind of talks about how she's not so happy. So if you're not familiar with Jada Smith, she has her own table sh- uh, red table talk show on Facebook, and it's all about having nuanced conversations about intimacy and empowering female sexuality. And when you're talking about sex, she's obviously talking about who she's having sex with, none other than Will Smith. And she's been talking about how it's, it's, it's been hard to have, Will, uh, have sex with Will. And you know when you talk about that conversation, it doesn't go over, especially when you talk about it on such a public platform. And my first question to you guys, how do you feel? What are your thoughts on just what's transpired as of late? First and foremost, saying a prayer for Will. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm miffed on it. Like, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, I just feel like every time she goes on the talk show, like, I'm, obviously she doesn't have any foul intent, but I feel like any time, like, their marriage comes into question or something, it's just going to be all over social media never in a good light for will i just feel like he can't catch a break like his arch nemesis at this point is a man that's been dead for what 20 plus years and he can't do shit about it mm-hmm. well i mean blow his things that will there's a proper solution for will what do you think <laughs> i said well at first uh terrence was talking about well, i said will should kill himself so he can fight tupac <laughs> <laughs> but um I, res- I respect Jada's, like, transparency, like, uh, her upfrontness with everybody else. But if she's not upfront with Will, then everything else is, like, off the table. Because, like, the partnership, like, the first thing of a relationship should be, like, communication. So if you're not communicating these feelings with this person, then you need to, like, 
it's about you. It's not about that person. Um, but other than that, I I respect the transparency. And, uh, she just speaking her truth. I mean, there's one thing to speak your truth, but you should probably speak to your truth to your husband first, like you said. And she talked about how it it's almost weird. But how is it weird and almost embarrassing and kind of just, you know, uncomfortable having that conversation when you are supposed to be you're talking about having the most open door com, uh, relationship there is. You know, they they open the door for those entanglements. They've been entangled in a marriage. Uh, even there's a hit track talking about entanglements that was released about it was shit. That shit slapped for like a day too. <laughs> ain't a hit hit. It was a hit. It wasn't a smash. But I just I feel like she speaks about all this and promotes it, but you then she tries to back you know, uh backs pedal and just talk about like, hey guys, you know, like I am happy in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I am satisfied and happy in the bedroom. Almost got a little bit of hint of uh clout chasing in there, if you will. You feel like this is all just to spark the headlines? Well, I mean, yes and no. I do believe that what Jada says is genuine, and that her and Will definitely go through things that they're working through. But I feel like, like you know me, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm pretty sure episode seven, like, it's the privacy aspect of it. And Blois just tackled it a little bit as well. Like, if things aren't right at home, you really shouldn't be talking about it out in public. Like, it's no different than what... We would tell regular people that we know, like, oh, don't put all your business on Facebook. Well, mm-hmm. don't put all your business on the Red Table Talk. Like, yeah, you, especially with the platform that she has, you know it's going to make its rounds in social media. So it's like, it's, uh, it's a 50-50 type of thing there. Yeah, put all your business on OnlyFans. That way you can profit from it, at least. Uh, but do you feel what happens in the bedroom should stay in the bedroom? Absolutely. And what, do you, what are your, call, your thoughts on that? Um... I'll say yeah, but I also know that it doesn't happen. Like, uh, everybody has, like, group chats, and, like, you just get dragged through the mud. Damn, you get dragged? I think so. Ooh, (laughs) you don't be trusting your your, your ability? Something about what's going on. You can't drop 40 every night, but, but, like... I, I know it's like some stuff going down. You drop twenty two. <laughs> are, are you at least averaging a double double? Single double. Ooh. Are you are you Russell Westbrook? No, no. I was, okay, okay. Zach Levine. Okay, okay. That's, right. that, I mean, that's yeah, promising. Okay. Gotta come in there and do something. <laughs> <laughs> all star. Okay. Uh, not all star, but uh, you are all star. Would you say? I want to be. I mean, if I'm not number one, let me be in the top twelve percent. That's a very specific number, I feel. The top 12%? Do you think, on average, with with the people you've uh, had sex with... Entanglements. Entanglements. That you are within the 12th... Let's not say that. So, 88th percentile? I mean, like, not all of them, because, like, sometimes... Like, so, I had, like, this one encounter with a woman, and it just wasn't that good. And that was like on both of us. It wasn't oh, okay. just on me. So, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was what it was. And we kind of just went our ways about it. But I mean, for like intimate and like long distance or like we kind of went the distance a couple months. Yeah, I say I'm up there at least. What about, you, what about you, Terrence? Where do you think you fall as far as percentiles among people you've... Uh, been with percentile i'm gonna say about a strong 80 percent like i agree with lois you can't drop 40 every night like some yeah. nights you're just going you're gonna go out there and you're gonna be cold and you won't get your points to the fourth quarter you know it's um no um as far as like 
I agree. I think that's something that should be private, like sex life in the bed. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm also quite familiar and aware that pillow talking is a thing. So as much as I would love for things to be private, I know that it's not going to be. I just try to take it in stride. Just whatever happens, happens, honestly. I mean, no, mm. it's, if I'm doing what I need to do, then I don't got to worry about somebody. Entangling. But when yes. you say private, this is between like, this is between me and you or like private, like we're just not going to talk about it. I mean, not me and you specific, but not yes. like <laughs> you and your partner. So, no, yeah, no, no, like, I'm, I'm there for the group chat. <laughs> yeah. No, I would prefer for things to stay like between just me and my partner. But I mean, again, you're aware. I'm aware that oh. that's not always the case. Yeah, the reality. It's not, it's not one of those things where like I'm just going to completely lose it if my business is out there. I mean, my business is clearly well documented for the ones that know me, but we won't get into that. But it's 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 audio and great. video. No, just audio. Okay. Just audio. I well, I, text. Just audio and text. As far as I know. Okay. Uh, I. What, what about I, you, Darius? I mean, I pride myself being on such a very knowledgeable and um, experienced veteran out mm-hmm. there. You read uh, books, seasoned vet. Seasoned vet, and I'd say I typically at the end of the day, I think I probably fall in the ninety-five percentile. Oh, he's like a uh, 12-time All-Star. He made it to the finals. Hey, man, I make the finals. I score. Uh, Tom Brady is his idol in more ways than one, right? Hey, man. So have you felt like you've been, like, the better man and still lost the battle, like, with the girl? Like, let's say, like, she was talking to you and a different guy, and you still lost that battle. Oh, yeah. Like, it. I had one... Uh, Probably about, let's see here, it's probably like a year ago almost now, where, yeah, it was, because it was like after like like Thanksgiving dinner, I came back out here, bought some Plan B real quick, mm. and then uh, went came, came home, and then someone decided to come over, uh, and then we were, you know, things started to heat up. She was like, hey, I have a boyfriend. I was like, hey, I don't care. Jeez. And so after, like, we went all night to the point to where it's like, hey, it's, you might as well just go home. It's like 9 a.m. and we have yet to go to bed. And so at that point, she talked about it. We bragged about it. It was great. And yes, I won that or that battle, but I still lost her the war because she felt guilty. She was, you know, cheating on her boyfriend. She felt guilty. I felt okay. In my opinion, I wouldn't even have did that. Like, if I know you like in a relationship, like I don't want to like fuck somebody else shit up. So oh, yeah, I just keep my boundary. You know, but it's not like I liked her in that sense. I liked mm-hmm. her in the sense where I said I felt she was cool. She was cool, and I think we can do some neat things. Listen, in like my her bedroom. or not, what's that Drewski meme? Like her or not, if you in a relationship, I'm out. I don't, I don't get into that. So you kind of was like August, and I say you was August in the whole. And he was with. Yeah, but August had issues. Uh, they they brought they made August sound like a sick dog the whole time. She said, "No, no, they called him Aug." At that point, they were just like, "All right, you know, we had to take him in, we had to heal him, nurse him, and fuck him." <laughs> It's messed up, but that's how that one kind of went. You do forget about that whole part of the story in the middle of the entanglement. Yeah, I was, I was golden, and then after that, it's always kind of just like a repeat thing for me. Like I'm always fine with it. I, I what? Someone got engaged before, and we were celebrating it. We were out and about. Came back out here. She came back over, pounded, and then and next you know, next day I went and stood up and be a best man at one of my good friends Josh at Kennedy's wedding, who was on a different episode. That is Sicko. so savage! Wow, that's yeah, all right. It's fine. That was okay. You never worry about like karma coming back to bite you on anything like that. No, I think this is me getting back at karma the whole time. 
Really? Yeah. So, I was, Cause I was I was hurting the same time like July last year. So you go and in return you you're hurt. So yeah. you go and cause Get, hurt. I got to give the hurt. Mm. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. See, I I think like um, poly will kind of like destroy. What, what polyamorous. Yeah, like polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Like just the thought of it, you know what I'm saying? Just. Cause she probably is like claiming that she's in the monogamous relationship. She so was. If she, if she was in a, a poly relationship, I would be way more considering for that than a monogamous relationship because I don't want to like disrupt what you and your husband got going on. Mm-hmm. But if you guys in a, like poly relationship, like you got you guys both sit down and like talk about it, like I wouldn't even like even in my relationship, I would like. Think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we should be poly, but it could be a conversation that could be had to where it's like that could be interesting. Um, because I talked about it with somebody and uh, we just came up to the agreement. It was like, okay, if we're out of town and you have like this one night hookup with this person, don't let me know, but you can have it. Hall pass, mm, yeah, yeah it's, a pass. it's a hall, hall pass. Which people would be like, that's that's weird. Like, you know, nobody like explores stuff like that. But it's like, for me, no harm, no foul. One, two. I mean, if you was gonna do it, you go do it anyway. And three, if you have that option, I think you are less inclined to actually like act on it. Act on it, right? So, um, I think it. I think it's just like cool for the option that, to have that option, but. Um, kind of like the idea where it's like everything seems better when you know it's like wrong but if you know you have that past it doesn't right. feel so wrong right you might not even like, yeah act on it and i feel like if you have stipulations like nobody in town where you like run into somebody now i'm like at the store looking stupid you know what i'm saying you know oh, this is my friend you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, polyamorous relationships, that once again, uh, that's something I don't think I have in me to be a part of it as far as the inside, like the centerpiece, where I, like there are polyamorous marriages that uh, I went on a date with someone and then she explained to me how she was, you know, that's something that she does, you know, she's polyamorous. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of went on forward to explain because she was a part of a polyamorous marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I met the dude, great, great guy. And then once again, it's that they had the conversation. And they are aware of his partners. There's even times where she sleeps in the bed with the married couple at that time. I feel like that's a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was rolling, but I definitely checked out of the game. When you said, I'm, "I'm good there," I I think it's it's like you said, it's something about everything has to be brought up front. There has to be the stipulations, the boundaries. Transparency. I feel like that's the bottom line. Absolutely, it's the bottom line. Think you could. No, um, I won't say just a straight up no. Like, I'm always willing to try new things just because how would you know if you like something or not if you don't try it? Like, mm-hmm. It's just how I am with life as a whole. Um, but I, I don't know. It's definitely something I would have to talk about and maybe just give it a try. But off the top of my head, nah, I don't think it's for me. Either way, like being like the outsider or being in the marriage. Like, oh, you couldn't even be the outsider, you feel like? I feel it would be a lot easier to try to do it if I were the outsider. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure I would resist a lot more if I was part of the married couple, like, mm-hmm. engaging in it. So, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things I'd have to try, but nah. So, knowing what you know, scale 1 to 10, like, how disrespected are you if you were Will? 
Oh, like in his whole situation? Yeah. Whew. Wait, are they poly? Yeah, they're an open. They've talked about this. They're an open. Uh, but is marriage. that legit though, or is that just like? Rumors? Or is that the cover up? Yeah, is that a cover up? I don't, I don't know. It didn't feel so poly when this whole August thing Ooh. came out. Let's go under the circumstances or the idea that they are. Okay. How disrespected do you feel? I would say like I'm ten because one, I would say a ten because of how it happened. Yes. Like how everything like came out to the light. Like if this was something I was already privy mm. to prior. And then it kind of came out on social media. Like, I probably wouldn't be a 10. Probably more like a 7 or an 8. Because I'm still going to be hot about it. Like, I don't think there's... Me, personally, I don't think there's any way you can't be a 10 when people are sharing memes of you crying on a TV show the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, when you're getting clown and dogs about it, it's like... Yeah. That's not sitting well with me. No, I mean, it went on a whole week. The next thing you know, you got Will, eyes, puffy, red. Ooh, the table, it just happens to be also red. And we are we out here. I got to sit here, listen to you talk about this dude and talk about the reasons why, you know, you had you had to go about this. And then I even listened to Will. Just Will was, like, sick of the shit. Like, like Jada, like, just cut, like, cut it, for lack of a better term. He said he was more, like, he didn't say cut the shit. He should have, but, you know, he did it. He has more, uh control i'd say mm-hmm. in that point a lot more control than me that's for and then, sure. but then that nigga went out and just said recently he's like yo i i go find my dad and kill it kill him recently he said i go kill him i thought about it where he would say i could do it i could get away with it i would put on an oscar worthy performance yeah you have context to it he's talking about abuse between uh his father and his mother and that when he got to a point i'm pretty sure at least it said something along the lines of when he got to a point where he knew he was capable if he had ever seen his father abusing his mother again, that's when those comments came out. I feel like context is important. Oh, 100%. Something like that, because we just can't just put Will Smith in the same category as killers now. <clears throat> so, OJ. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's a different type of sicko, but nonetheless, he's definitely top five. Uh, I thought about... Um... Most recently, because OJ had he. This is the funny part on his, where well, it's basically the, the article we're talking about is Will Smith opened up about once considering killing his father to avenge his mother after years of violence, saying he could easily get away with it because he is one of the best actors in the world. Jeez. Yeah, he said my nine one one call would be Academy Award level. I mean, I mean that I, I am justified. I'm a fine, completely fine with hearing the statement. Uh, I read even another uh, article about a gentleman who his daughter, he found out that his daughter was missing, uh, found her, uh, found her assailant, murdered, oh no, 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 found her, saved her, all that, found out the boyfriend actually sold her in human, for human, you know, human trafficking for a very oh, yeah. low amount, and after that, he uh, tortured him and yeah. killed him. And, I did hear about that, I hope they freed that man. Oh yeah, seriously, I'm here for that man's safety. He's a... Uh, he did something that, and it's just, it, every time I hear these stories, it bothers me more and more, because we're getting to the point to where this guy did this, he has less resources, less money, and he just went out and was able to do this, but law enforcement can't find this. But it's like, with the even, I hate to bring it up, but with the Gabby situation, a white girl, and she, yes, she did have a following with like 800,000 you know, followers and whatnot, or she did this, but the whole world stopped and was able to find her in just a moment. And then we talk about how the lack of ability to find people of color. And the next thing you know, you guys try. And something that's been going on. And for a long time, someone missing. Ooh, you found them just like that. 
Mm-hmm. That shit pisses me Crazy off so much. Works, right? and, and I heard of a of a side article that like for the search for that person that they had found like nine other murders. Like they like yeah. uncovered nine other different murders like, for the search for her. So um, I think the other part of the article is just like, you know, cops, they they can work when they want to. You know? Oh, yeah. Pick and, it's definitely a pick and choose type of situation. Speaking of someone who picks and chooses, oh, uh, we're talking about now we're just going to move towards Joe as far from the popular show you. And he is a gentleman who uh, I say he's quite the romantic at the, at the very least, but the show usually centers around him uh, trying to center a woman of his choice. And then he's very obsessed. And when he does find this woman, he will do anything for them. This includes stalking, creating usually a box of their, usually he tries to get, and I believe it's a, a used tampon. Uh, he tries to get things that they like. His and mementos. Mementos. Trophies. And especially uh, worn uh, panties, of course. He likes to make sure he has those in there as well. Now, the conversation has been talked about because of similar things such as uh, 13 Reasons Why, where they felt like, all right, we're now making it popular and normalizing suicide. But now it's this, this danger also exists with us norm- normalizing or making it popular to exhibit these behaviors. What are your thoughts on that? Especially yours blow us after just freshly seeing it. The man um, on the move. <laughs> uh, I definitely feel like that's predatory behavior. Um, it I feel like it doesn't have room in society for for you to behave like that. I think it's um aggressive, um, very uh, possessive. Um, that leads to other things other than like uh, for the for this guy it end up leading down the uh, the path of like murder and stuff, but. It also can lead to like lighter things that still like red flags, which is like hitting hitting your uh, partner and you know yelling at them, verbal abuse, like um, you know just stuff like that, like uh, just just all types of trauma you like inflicting on this person. So I definitely uh, would not agree with the way he like handled all of the situations he he did all on the show. You think he didn't handle one out of that whole clip, right? Yeah, I feel like he handled all of them pretty bad. I don't know. I, I feel like he handled the um, the peach situation well. I feel like anyone who's seen season one of you can agree that um, what happens to peach had to happen. For better or worse. Okay. Spoilers. Spoilers. He, uh, when he had to murder peach, because peach was holding, like, uh... Uh, like a, almost a full file of just embarrassing things that she could use to blackmail Beck. And like you said, man, I really don't understand now that we've seen uh, other seasons, like why he did all that for Beck. But who am I to judge? Do you feel like that also there is a positive spin to this, that you're making people aware that these type of stalkers exist? Uh, in one article I read that they brought up that, Ah oh, man, I can't remember the celebrities' names off to off rip, but they explained that they had this, and he is considered an intimacy stalker, uh, someone that creates this whole relationship mm. without actually talking to you and knowing you, but they can build this whole life already. I'll say I'm a level one stalker. Like, I'll, what's, I'll, what's like, the top level, real quick? Yeah, what's, is I this one out of two? There? Is there three? <laughs> one is like the lowest. Like, I'll, what's the worst? What's the, yeah? How I, many levels? Are there? I'll keep in contact with you through like. Uh, <laughs> Not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, keep, yeah. I'll 
I'll keep in contact with you through like social media, you know, the, the Christmas tags, maybe the Thanksgiving tags. Like I kind of like I'm around, you know what I'm saying? Just in case you get bored. I feel like that's like a way of stalking just because you like on their social media. So you like always keeping tabs on them. So you always know what they're doing, but you out of their life, but you're not like fully out of their life. Uh, Lois is definitely the call me if you get lost. Yeah, Yeah. nah. It's I want the. What would you say? You say you're level one out of what? Five. Let's do ten. Oh, you ain't eat more than that from what you just said. Yeah. So with social media, social media stalking is you can get quite a bit out of social media. But hang on, I'm I'm cutting I'm cutting Lois and Bale on that one. When it comes to social media, it's at a point where it's not hard. Yeah, it's realistic. Yeah. It doesn't take that much effort anymore. It does anymore. not take much effort. I know this from, oh, it's going to sound bad, from experience, but oh. it was a job. It was a previous job of mine. However, it's not hard to find people on social media, and you think you can lock up your info? You can be found in seconds. Did the job trans, trans, uh, trans uh, those skills transfer into uh, real life? I'm surprised uh, Darius echoed. Like just, All right. You never, like, kept tabs on the ex, like... You just like, oh, let me look at it. Even if you're not following her. Wait, hold on. Do you not know this nigga? I stalk. All right, then. You condemn him. Oh, I know. No, no. I just wanted <laughs> I to see where your, their scale was. I feel like yeah. everyone has a little bit of a stalker in them. It's whether or not if it's, like, I guess, a level of control. Yeah. I'm like, down to. I'm like six. Out of ten? Yeah. You sick. Maybe more. What else you do? I ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> What's something trying, that's not illegal? This, man. It's not illegal, though? Give me something that's not illegal. I'm all right. I got to be responsible <laughs> with my platform. I don't want to give anyone ideas. Right. Damn, you got the fence like, on speed dial. What's going on here? Is uh, driving by the house going overboard? I'm asking. So, um, it's been a nice, it's nice, wonderful, cold, breezy day outside. Yeah, it is. It's 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 tough. I th- I would recommend that you wear a jacket. It's a nice 64 degrees. So, that'd be yes, there. I agree. So, uh. Do you feel like, so we just talked about the different traits that you have. I would say that a lot of people, they tend to have these traits such as obsession that starts to slowly grow. And then after obsession, that grows towards infatuation. And I know one trait that I have, it's after uh, sometimes I can become quite void. And that's where like I lose a lot of the emotions or any of those emotions. And I don't know why, but I wouldn't say I'm someone that has those emotions. I think other people typically do. I can't see you as an obsessive type by any means. Thank you. I also agree with that. What about you, Blois? You see yourself obsessive, infatuated with others? I feel like these are strong words. <laughs> I, I do, too. Oh, I, I do I agree. I don't myself as any of these, but I definitely see where, like, where the question is going. Yeah. I just don't know a better word to use. Like, I, it's going to sound, like, soft, but it's like, I do feel like, okay, you always have, like, this piece of me in your heart, a piece of you in my heart. Oh, you. You know what I'm saying? So, Good. Good use of words. So, we'll, we'll do that, but I'm not, like, obsessed with you. Like, I'm not waking up in the morning. The first thing I'm doing is, like, looking for you to see what you did yesterday. Like, waking up in cold sweats. Oh, my God. Yeah, or see what you did. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's why you just don't go to sleep then. You watch. <laughs> Kidding. Ha, jokes. Uh, but mo- I, I agree with I agree with Lois, though. Like, you see that one, like, you think about her. 
or him. Yeah, because you'd be like, oh, shit, I messed up with that person. Like, what could have been? So you always thinking about that, but you're not, uh, you're not thinking about, uh, doing great. Like, like kidnapping that person. Oh, God. Oh, you're all right. That, is, that what, is that what 10 is? Or is that 11? Kidnapping is 10 for sure. <laughs> oh, that, I, I, I'm five now. Or I'm going down. I'm, I'm five. I gave myself a rating. I'm going to go with the one. Just to be on the safe <laughs> side here. Feds know, listening. I would say I would like for the feds not to pick me up after this podcast. So, yeah, I'm definitely a one on that scale. Yeah, we're not. We're going to kind of just watch that one there. I don't think... Uh, I might drop down to a four and a half when kidnapping is <laughs> the time. Keep going lower. I'm negative five. But talking about you know extremes that take place uh, recently, Michigan State they played Michigan in the very traditional rivalry game, and then after that, and Mich- Michigan State went to go do what Michigan State usually does. They overdid it with the celebration, and traditionally they always burn couches, but. Kind of went a little bit even more south. Article from, of course, Click on Detroit. They kind of reported that uh, violent victory celebrations at Cedar Village Apartments in East Lansing have become predictable over the years. It was no different. And that's really nasty following their win. Um, once again, multiple videos showing the mayhem went viral. Couch burning most street was viewed more than 287,000 times. Another video showed a student sitting on a burning couch and catching on fire himself. And that was viewed over 150,000 times. And then, of course, the video, the viral uh, video of fans pushing over a parked car and kicking the windows in. The rest of the night was calmer with students seemingly getting out of their systems. And from there, they typically regress and go to the bars like nothing else has happened. Um, my big thing is the coverage and the way we perceive this happening. Isn't this, like, worse than the peaceful protests for the most part, that were always kind of viewed as even just a riot will occur. And we did see that people that did incite said riots, they are being charged nowadays. And none of them were actually there for the cause or been just proven just to show up. That was their cause. They were uh, there for the anarchy versus actually trying to protest. So one, why the, what's the biggest reason this is looked at like this? I think it's uh, the sports aspect first like uh i think certain media outlets will be like well they're just kids they're just college students they're having fun and kids college you know, students protest. We, we, we should give them grace and you know allow them to do their thing you only are a kid once and just all types of like cops and please because that's what they are um you should get give them the same type of energy and the same type of like a uh, condemnness as you would when um, those people were out there, um, quotations, rioting. Um, what was that, last summer? Yeah. Uh, Listen, if you're going to pepper spray me for peacefully protesting, and pepper spray that motherfucker for burning down a fucking couch. I'll just call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's a riot is a riot. Like, yeah. a fight is a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't color code certain things because of, cause of that person. Like, oh, they'd be like, oh... These kids have their whole lives ahead of them, and you know we shouldn't we shouldn't like condemn them for one little silly mistake. But everybody doesn't get that grace, so hell no, nah. we shouldn't give them that nah. grace. Oh, my biggest difference is because this was something that was more white centric than versus uh, protesting BLM, which was more black centric. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't want to go down that path, but absolutely white centric. I think about how not just singling out MSU, but I think about people celebrating. Well, celebrating how quotes. they quote unquote celebrate. I think about how it would go down if an HBCU celebrated this way. Probably wouldn't be the same. Yeah, That's they're monsters. Punch, they would be. They would say they were monsters. They would. They would destroy the perception of that HBCU immediately, and. Like you even said, it's color-coded because you see the way how you even just, the voice you went into right there, that was more of a white person's voice that you were kind of making. You you unconsciously did that. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck, fuck them. That, that shit pisses me off so much. And you know the other thing that pisses me off? Thanksgiving, usually. Because right now, all right, let me, let me come in here with less heat for a second. We, we can start this off a lot oh, nicer, you know. Style it, it down, you know. I was getting a little warm for a second. It isn't even hot in here. I'm happy I kept it 66 in here because I, I I get really hot when we do this stuff. But uh, yeah, For anyone that ever wonders if you've never taken place in the podcast, it's a very uh, welcoming environment here. Was water offered today? <laughs> oh, yeah, this time water was offered. Multiple times. Yeah, tried to force it down our throats, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> stop. I'm here for it. All right, so with Thanksgiving coming along, we're going to get there where you got to basically have these, one, repetitive conversations with family, because once again, you haven't seen them in a while. What are you doing? I'm happy I'm out of school because of that. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, what are you doing? You're in school? What the hell's that going? Like, that same shit. Well, let's get to the real meat and potatoes or the turkey. Aside from, of course, what is the best addition on the plate? Addition, the side dishes, and I believe that's all what Thanksgiving's really about. Macaroni and cheese with ease. Now, fight anybody if you say otherwise. Um, it would be my aunt's uh, dressing. Like I, I used to always look forward to to her dressing. Like she make it a certain way, and it's like super delicious. Um, that's hands down. Like I could eat like a whole a whole plate of that just that alone. Okay, I won't fight you for that. It's definitely <laughs> dressings up there. The mac is there, but also my gra- my grandma does ham a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Where she's you know just it's more like traditional way that black families and households do it, where you're soaking it in the um, what is it the cherries? She's soaking it with the pineapple juice, oh, yeah. and that ham just be amazing. Versus when I go to a white household and nah man that, that still pisses me off to this day it's been years and i still be like yeah i remember we came over uh you had the cutting board the ham the huge knife the ham is big as big as like my uh arm and elbow and wrist everything put together and next thing you know you put that i got a slice because i was like oh, i can't wait to try that ham that ham gonna be amazing I think they should get rid of uh, cranberry bland. sauce. Whoa, whoa. All right, bro. Oh, see, like you be saying some <laughs> dumbass shit like, on this podcast like, sometimes. I feel like you try to trick like, people. Like, I think that's my favorite part about having you on here. You do got some different views. But cranberry damn. sauce is the worst. Stop dish. Don't, don't, hell don't no. That. That, turkey usually is, if depending on the household. Turkey is 10 times better than... And I'm vegan. No, depends. Don't depends. If we're talking about a normal like person doing turkey, where they cook it like a chicken, and that shit dry. dry. So you need that cranberry sauce. Exactly. And you add that on top of it. Have you tried that? No. So nah, you nigga. never put cranberry sauce on your dressing? I tried one. I tried cranberry sauce one time and got sick. So I kind of yeah. just like, oh, just oh, like so you I tr- don't want to do it no more. Yeah. No, yeah. You need to reevaluate you, and try it again this year. Yeah. With all, or with all white people talk to one black person. It's like, oh, yeah, this thing ain't good. Listen, I'll bring <laughs> you some cranberry sauce. But it's, it's from a can. Like, it's not. 
Like, what, what is that? Right. It's, it's like a glob of... You used to be rich, don't come you? Out of, yeah, you must come from money, y'all. Yeah. Like, they just come out of cans. Like, what you said. Ain't you a that? vegan? I'm vegan now, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. You don't be, so you don't eat anything out of can. You grow in your garden? <laughs> How do you do it, no, usually? You, I still can have a Thanksgiving, for sure. You just have to veganize it, which isn't yeah. as hard as people make it. I didn't say no, it was. No, it's not hard. But you eat yeah. things out of cans, though, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. But not cranberry salt. So like, I'm not. Like, <laughs> you saw that? That extra emphasis you put on it? Like, it's, it's like when you, when you take it out, it's just like plop on the plate. Like, I mean, it, it looks like shit. Like, I don't I don't get why people eat it. Honestly. I mean, you don't just eat it out the I mean, I'm a savage, I will. But I mean, you just don't yeah. eat it out the can. Like, you put it in a serving dish okay. of some sort and then you put it on the table with everything. Eat your else. vegetables out the can? I know you're thinking about the can, right? I'm not eating out of the can every, every <laughs> It's Thanksgiving. It's, you, you, it's one out of 365, sometimes 366. I would like my meal to be out of scratch. If it's not possible, oh, you rich. I will settle oh, for the yeah. can. I will settle for the can. All right, gather around. The poor people are here. Yeah. Like, let's get out of just, Lois's way. Just, sorry. I don't, I don't like eating out of cans. I'm rich. <laughs> you think I, I didn't say I like eating out of cans. So, back to Thanksgiving, I think that the mac and cheese combined with the sweet potatoes that's like underrated, undefeated yeah. combo. Um, I mentioned the dressing. I will mention the leftover turkey sandwiches. Yeah. What about mashed potatoes? Yeah, How do y'all feel about that? I love them. They be on slam. Mm-hmm. My grandma do. And we like I said, we do it the way the poor's do it, uh, where we get the box. <laughs> Instant potatoes. Yeah, but then we add like six different things oh, to them. Oh yeah, no, you lost me. There. Nah, we do, we can do that. We start out like that. She had the she and she turns into her own thing sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. I respect it because I know your family get down in the kitchen. Yeah, but yeah. Now you miss me with the instant potatoes. Nah, I, <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm that one the night before. All right, I'm not out black yeah. Friday shopping. I'm out here. Where, where is the standards Come. nowadays? Like, is we just go eat the whole thing out of like processed food? <laughs> I mean, not the shit, whole thing. Not the whole thing, but shit, damn, I'm gonna cut a corner here and there. Yeah. So I'm not cooking for a, a million hours. Like, damn. Like, somebody had brought craft to the. To the <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. That's forbidden. No, 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 yeah, for sure. We're meeting out in the backyard. Were they, did they walk out? So, they, were they able to leave? Cans are a go, but box food is right. a no go. Box food is a no go? For right. the most part. For the most part. What's a go for box food and on Thanksgiving? Like, that's 100% a go? Mm hmm. I'm gonna leave it for dairy, so I can't say there's many box foods. Yeah, going down like I was gonna say, that's like the only one that would be there. And not to say like I just come from just cooks, but like, like my family is prideful about Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, like not fuck Christmas, but fuck Christmas. Like fuck Thanksgiving Christmas. is my Christmas. Mm-hmm. You're supposed like, to bring the energy for Thanksgiving noise. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Christmas all the energy for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Christmas is more centered around the gifts. Like I, you no, know, no matter how you say it, it is like just gonna be around the gifts, really. Oh, you like, get gifts on Christmas? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, rich too, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm in the club. Bulls, where we meet? <laughs> and what mansion? Club. What mansion do we meet in? I usually get the empty boxes afterwards that all the kids stop. open. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say it's all Amazon at this point. Right. Uh, but one thing that comes down with Thanksgiving is honestly you gotta set the record straight. Like these conversations are always positive, and I think. Uh, you need to be able to curse out your family. Like, you need to be able to have a conversation where it's not just you being completely submissive. Will you agree with that, Blois? I don't know. Like, I, it's hard for me. Like, I would like to, but I know myself, like, 
I consider myself like super soft. Like I don't like stepping outside of my my like boundaries and like disrespecting my elders, even though like uh, sometimes they can deserve it. I just always kind of just like I'm gonna just make it through this day. I get to go back home. Now I don't have to hear from them until the next holiday, because I only see my family for the holiday season. Like I try to be more of a family man nowadays, but um, back when I was like on the grind, like you will probably only catch me around around home is the holiday season. Um, but I mean, I haven't like been like blatantly disrespected. Um, for me to like to like really go there with somebody. Yeah. Um, when it's on that occasion, it's not really like awesome. uh, we get it out the way. Um, it was basically when I was like living with my mom in like high school, um, mm-hmm. like I like lashed out like twice in my whole lifetime. Where it's like, all right, that's like, come on, I have I have boundaries, boundaries and standards. But for the most part, I just always been like, okay, just. Respect your elders, cause I would like that type of respect. Yeah. I I agree, and I don't agree. I definitely, as far as like respecting your elders, yes, that's always the standard. Like my my parents, I they could probably get away with murder with me. I just can't ever see myself going down that path with them because they're the reason I'm here, for better or for worse. But I'm that family member at Thanksgiving, at the get together, mm-hmm. at the cookout, at whatever. I don't care if I've seen you once a week, once a year, once a month. I call a spade a spade. If someone needs to tell you about yourself, I'm that family member that's going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. I don't go. Now that being said, I don't go into like a family gathering. Hostile. Trying, hostile, yeah. Trying yeah. to pick, for, like, pick a fight. I'm not trying to pick a fight. I'm just trying to get my plate, say hi, and leave. Okay. But if some shit needs to be said, I'm the one saying it. And when I get on a roll, there's not really a filter. Like, I'm just going to say exactly how I feel in the moment, and we'll cross that bridge later if I'm wrong. See, I think I, like, process that different because I see it from their perspective where it's like, we all human. Um, like, everybody fucks up. So it's like, I'm, I can't, like, look at you like you fucking up off of, like, how, how you were raised. Um, I'm more of a, like you disrespect me i i kind of like express without being like angry or like raising my voice or anything like that's kind of fucked up how you treated me and if it continues then you probably just won't hear from me no more and i just ghost but uh i don't like lash out and like with like hostile energy like y'all said okay because i was gonna ask the question sorry Darius. i was gonna ask the question like, you mentioned, like, you understand, like, people have a past and, like, their upbringing and how they work. At what point, though, is enough enough? Because I understand if something happens once or twice, but mm-hmm. when is it enough? Because I'm not going to keep letting you get away with the same things before I call you out on it. Like, that's, again, that's just kind of how I am about things. But, like, I'm asking a question, honestly, for you as well, Darius. Mm-hmm. Like, when is enough enough? Like, when did, is it time to okay, I tried being civil here, now it's time to go up a notch. Oh, I'd let that, I, uh, since I went to adulthood, and I think right after, probably in the last like three or four years, 
I 100% will speak up for myself in any manner, and I will not accept disrespect. Mm-hmm. I am very thankful for quite the extensive vernacular that I have acquired over these years where I can articulate myself in a better manner without raising my voice. But at the same time, I will have this uh, condescending tone I need to work on. He wants to be T.I. so bad. I, I feel where you're coming from, though. Yeah, I have this very like condescending tone, and if that's the only thing that I need to work on, because it does come off very uh, kind of snippy in some way sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I will call you out, and I will explain what, what you did, how you could have did it better, and why I felt that way. Me expressing how I feel, that is something that will always be completely valid. And, no matter who you are. And I feel like just like taking that approach is like so exhausting. Because if we're doing that, you have to correct like so much shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have so many, well, me personally, I have so many family members that like subscribe to like Boosie's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to like break that down, like every fucking family member, I'd, I'd be there all day. So, you know what I'm saying? I'd just bow out of the conversation. I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> kind of just yeah, like, nah. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I for sure have been the damn, that's crazy guy. But see, when it's family gatherings like that, I got nothing but time for you. Because I'm going to tell you about yourself and I'm going to go make another play. Mm. And then I'm going to come back and if we still have this conversation, I'm going to tell you about yourself again while I'm eating said plate. I think you have to have that conversation because otherwise, like I said, these are family members. Even though you don't see them as frequently, you're still going to continue to see them. And for me, as uh, just being an advocate and speaking about things, I got to show support. It's like, especially if they're talking about someone I have like uh, uh, some type of relationship with, like friendship or anything, all that. I can't have them talk to someone in that manner or talk down about someone in that manner and me not defending them. And that's me, either not me not defending myself or them. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to fly. I sat there and uh, I'm not even, I don't have any, like, I've met and I'm cool with the, quite a few people that are trans. But uh, I, t- I had an argument with some family down in a in Gatlinburg in a Texas roadhouse. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I just was very transparent with my feelings and how I felt about what they said. And I just looked them in the eyes. I said, I'm sorry. You guys disgust me for that train of thought. So what's your way of th- thinking? And what's we moved on from that and we both grew from that. What's your next step if they continue to, like, display that type of behavior? Oh, then if it's something that is harmful, if anything, like, anything else that's harmful, I can remove it from my life. Yeah, it ain't nothing to cut them off. Okay. So, I, I, I reach your second step, my first step. Huh? One like, more time? Like your second step? So, you said, like, your second approach, well, you... Oh, so you just remove them... Yeah. ...completely. Oh. Yeah. But that's... And that's the one thing I... I wouldn't cut someone off without letting them know because mm-hmm. that's like uh, mm-hmm. I and I love when I see people talk about how they help they raise their kids where it's like okay this kid did something wrong mm-hmm. I then and of course punish but then I let them know why mm-hmm. so you just let that you cut that person off it didn't end it ended for you but it's not gonna end for anyone else. Yeah, I'm at least going to explain to you. You're going to know why I'm cutting you off. I'm going to tell you exactly why I've gotten to this point, what I feel is wrong. And have a, and I, it's not like I'm just cussing them out, blah, blah, blah. I try to make it a, conversation. a two-way conversation. Yeah, right. because I also want you to chime in so I can like get a better idea and understanding of your way of thinking. But if it just gets to a point where we just can't come to a mutual agreement or whatever it may be, 
if it really comes down to it, yeah, I'll cut a family member off if needed. Yeah, I, it sucks. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like I still love them at the end Correct. of the day, but yeah, you you're not for me. Yeah, I don't love you for me. I, I, especially like if someone's let's say if some someone family is harmful to kids. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many things, and I've had someone in my um, on Facebook actually, who I went to school with, and we went to middle school in uh, Timberland, and she talked about how her stepdad was so abusive verbally and sexually and i, I saw the nigga and i said you I, I knew that something was wrong with that nigga back then in school. i was like this nigga dirt but she talked about that and so if, let's say you see something that's just weird or get a weird vibe because you knew this person your whole life mm-hmm. are you going to let them be subjected to your kids i'm just saying in the fact that just interact with your kids someone that you find negative in your family Cause I, I mean, I'm thinking you're gonna do what you did. You just said you're gonna do. You're gonna cut them off. Mm-hmm. Is that what your mode of choice would be? Yeah, I mean, when when I say cut off, I just mean like I'm keeping my distance. Like, watch family though. Family that you're gonna make or have later. So are you saying like my brother or like sister or something like that? I'm talking about anyone. I'm talking about the family you're gonna make from your wife and your significant others. I mean, okay. your siblings or whatever. I'm sorry. What do you call them? The offsprings. Well, offsprings. Yeah, well, sorry. I don't if, if it's, if it's like my kids, or, if it's like my kids and my wife, then I I like make that rule. So you know what I'm saying. So I I create that space so how I feel the most comfortable. So uh, like my immediate family, as in like wife and kids, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I feel like I wouldn't have that problem. Like I wouldn't be in a relationship with somebody that was a republican because that's not my Mm -hmm. my way of like living which i respect it you know what i'm saying like we can be friends if you're a republican i guess um but i wouldn't be in a like an intimate relationship yeah that's how i was feeling when he said i guess i was like yeah you're right um so i can i like curate that space so i wouldn't have a problem there but like if it's like a cousin or something like that then fuck that nigga pretty much because Cause you can say it. You can say it. No, no, you can say it. Say it. Say it. Say what? The fuck oh, that okay. nigga. Oh, no, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can, I can be about it. I just can't say it. <laughs> no, I, I understand where it's coming from, though. Yeah. Uh, now, do you feel with... Uh, are there any taboos at the dinner table? Like, as far as... Uh, like, one thing for me... And it's this thing with black households... Like white people, they they gonna they gonna shut up. They ain't gonna say anything at that household. Like it, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. shit is happening, but anybody talking about it because they're not confrontational. Uh, I've had situations where people, you know, they they sneak dissing, mm-hmm. sneak dissing. It's a war at that table, and it's war of words. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing taboo except uh, off the top of my head. I mean, don't mess up the food. I mean, if you sneak this one too many times, like at my family's get together, you can expect someone's gonna call you mm-hmm. out and be like, "Do we need to go have a talk in private?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that usually can be either a talk in the garage or a fight in the garage. It just really depends on what the sneak this was and who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who you're like, dealing with, you right? Yeah, I feel like for sure one of the taboos, especially if you have like a bigger family where everyone brings a dish. Mm-hmm. Don't be that guy that asks who made such such and such. Oh, I feel like that's. You're going to have an issue afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. you just got to do the thing. Or if you ain't like it, you just kind of push it off to the side and just throw it away when nobody's <laughs> looking. 
Yeah, and then if you're just going to do the opposite and compliment, you just got to say, damn, this is hitting. You got to make the statement yeah. before oh, yeah. you, you oh, know, yeah. say, like, who who made this? Oh, it's good. No, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to, yeah, if you obviously can't resist but to ask who made something, it has to start off as a positive, like, damn, this is busting. Like, hey, who made this? Mm. You just can't be like, hey, who made this shit? Mm-hmm. Because you know right away, it's, it's that's not going well. well. Uh, for me, it would be, um, you have to be at the function for two hours before you make your plate and leave. Oh, like no. You, you okay. can't yeah, show yeah. up in plate. 15 minutes, leave. make your plate, and go home. Like, it don't work like that. You're right. <laughs> two hours, I think that's my timetable, too, actually. Yeah. A lot of, for the most part, with my family, like, you need to pull up before dinner is even ready. Yep. That's, Prayer. like, the first qualification. If you pull up after dinner is ready, or you got to wait until everybody to make their plates and shit mm-hmm. first. Yeah, you looked away. And then everybody, yeah. hey, which is the best time? Everybody just on the couch full and yeah. Chilling. watching the game. Now you can go make your first yeah. plate. Because mm-hmm. clearly we all done. Watch yeah. the Lions be down by, like, 43. 53. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, no, my family we don't. We don't engage it, in that. There's definitely so many stipulations. Like, no cheating on, no cheating on dominoes, no cheating on monopoly. I was gonna oh, say okay. that's definitely a taboo. My, oh, I don't necessarily call it a taboo, but a requirement. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess you can consider it a taboo. You can't be that one outsider that's just kind of distant from everyone else. Because, mm-hmm. like, at our get-togethers, like, you'll still have people like getting the last things ready for dinner. But mm-hmm. for the most part, the majority of the family, like. We play games, like board games, card games, dominoes, spades. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we don't do spades because fights broke out the yeah. last Thanksgiving. But, <laughs> um, no, like, Thanks with our business. family, like, everybody's going to be playing like playing some type of games together. Like, even the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is involved in doing something. Don't be that one person. If we all in the living room having fun, you, or in the dining room, don't be that one person in the living room sitting on the couch. Oh, that's fun. my bad. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> now you get caught out in a minute. My my brother is notorious for it. He'll be the one tucked in the corner on his phone, and then he wonders why everyone cusses him out and yells at him. But it's mm-hmm. like you should know by now. Like you're almost a whole ass adult out here. Oh you're yeah, well, I mean we'll be doing the family stuff. I guess not, but like. Like, usually, like, as soon as I walk through the door, I'm finding, like, the corner where I can, like, be by myself. It's just an interaction thing. And it's, like, it's not necessary to say that you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But you make sure you, when you walk in that house, you make your presence known. You say hi to everybody. Yeah. And then you can kind of go drift off somewhere. That's so real. Saying hi to everybody. I used to yeah. see somebody and she did not, she would not talk to the family. And that, oh my god, I was like... Like, would not talk to the family or didn't bruh, speak? She wouldn't, wouldn't speak at all walking in. Like, mm-hmm. girl, like she got it. What the See, fuck is up? Why is she not speaking when she comes in? Not, speak, not speaking walking in, I feel like it's a pass because you have that anxiety of, like, I don't know these people. You that know what was saying? So, like, I'm not going to speak up and they kind of just be like, hmm. But see, that's where it's... I feel like at that point, that's where it's on you. Like, if I'm bringing a girlfriend over that's not used to the family, mm-hmm. like, that's my responsibility uh-huh. to introduce her and kind of give her that right. that comfort and knows that she's welcome here. Right. Because I, I Months. know... Months? Months, I tell you. She would not... She was like, my anxiety. And I was like... Yeah. Well, after a few months, that's when you kind of get like, oh, you too good to talk to people? Like, oh, that's my family. Oh, my, my God. That's what exactly my grandma did. She was like, <laughs> yeah. hey. And, and I feel like bringing, bringing a, a, a partner to, to like the family function, like for Thanksgiving or like Christmas dinner, isn't that big of a deal as people that's make not. it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy to hear you say that because I, like, I hear horror stories. 
And it's like the handful of girls that I have brought around for Thanksgiving, I felt like it. Damn. Don't do that. Handful. Don't do that. Jealous. (laughs) I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like maybe it's just been easy for me because, like, my family is just really easygoing and cool to be around. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I do like, oh, hey, this is such and such. This is this. This is this person. This Mm -hmm. is my cousin. This is my aunt. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, like, my family is just kind of the welcoming where, well... If he fuck with you enough to date him, to date you, then I guess I can deal with you for the day. Like, it's just kind of one of them things. Like, I've never had to have those type of encounters between, yeah. like, a girlfriend and the family. So maybe I'm just fortunate in that aspect. Mm, I, I mean, I had, my last... I had one ex that was so damn cool with the family. I thought they was going to boot me out for her. I had to get rid of her. <laughs> no, I hate when the family is... Uh... But one moment, actually. We're going to come right back, actually, in just one moment. We just got to take a quick break, get our voices back in just a brief period. Welcome back to the Don't Argue With Idiots podcast, episode 10. And now that it's getting a little chillier, I mean, the last, like, few days, it is not 64 degrees outside. Is it really that? Hell no. Okay, I, I thought about that now, because I said that earlier. It's 54. 54? Ooh, that's fine. I'll take that. But it's getting cold. And when it gets cold, they always call it cuffing season. But, I mean, you guys feel, is it time to get off the market oh, around this time? For sure. No, it's time to get off the market in general. I'm going to get up there in age. You know what? Listen, you know what you say about age 30. Yeah. I ain't that far away. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would say definitely, like, when it starts to get colder, I do um, have that sense of urgency now where it's like I kind of, just like settle down and just to like start looking for partners, you know what I'm saying? Uh, start getting my shit together. Um, but like, I wouldn't say just because it's like getting cold outside. Like I'm not extra thotty in the summertime. <laughs> you're extra. Are do you feel you're extra thotty in the summer? No, you're not. Nah. Okay. No, nah, I'm not. Mm. I like to believe I am. Well, I used to be, but no, I'm not that person. I'm not. I'm not that guy anymore. I feel like it's just, like, overall kind of difficult because women are kind of, for lack of a better term, straight savages these days. And I'm not really sure if I have it in me sometimes. Because, I mean, uh, I don't want to just jump in the messages sometimes because, oh, man, the power of the screenshot. It's mm. kind of scary. Uh, it's like, scary. the screenshot, well, it it's justified in some ways. For some women that I know of that post some very nice pictures uh, they kind they screenshot and she do this shit like weekly on Facebook, I mean. But there are niggas in the, her DMs asking to eat her whole ass. I mean, and she'll put it on her her like page. Yeah, around Facebook. Okay, no this is where I will say, if you jump into a girl's DMs on some bullshit, expect some bullshit to happen to you. Mm-hmm. I do subscribe to that. Like I, I like it's like the whole the idea of like unsolicited dick pics. Mm-hmm. If you don't want your shit out there, don't send it. I mean. I feel, I feel like when when you said like getting off the market, that's like you shooting at women that you kind of been warming up for like four or five months. You yeah, I was. Saying? I was leaving comments under the pictures. Yeah, yeah comments, so, emojis, so like you, bags. You, like you, you walk her down, you walk her down, and then when that warning time, you like, hey, we should like make this a thing and like let's hang out. Screenshot. Yeah. Why though? Yeah. Cause you, you can. Like, I'll look at this nigga. Try to cuff me. Look at him. 
But with someone you had a you was having a rapport with for like four or five months though, like that doesn't it, make any sense to me. It don't to me either, but it yeah. happens. Exactly. It's just oh, like pillow talking. It happens. I've experienced that. Oh, good. God bless you. Yeah. So like, what what y'all experience on that? Like, I'm I'm kind of confused. I have yet to have experience where I've been screenshotted. Now, are there things out there that could be interesting? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did have a uh, moment though where uh, it was a lot younger days. You know, back in I would say uh, last year. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, no. Two weeks ago. This was a long time ago, and I recall where I was just talking to dude, but that was back then when people just let Facebook. Uh, people would sometimes just give their Facebook, mm. and I was uh, talking to, currently at the time to two of the three women that were friends, and in the message I put, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna go for the trifecta. I got one more to go." And at that point, she went, of course, got his Facebook, got onto it, went through it, saw everything I said, and I left a foul taste in the mouth. And thing is, it wasn't that she had the ability to screenshot, but she was savage. And I honestly, I was very lucky because she let it go. She was fine. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. God bless her. Exactly. That could have been, been bad. Could have so been terrible. I was on the bad side of that where I was like walking down a woman. And walking down, walking yeah, through. like this, I was closing yeah. the deal. This I, was animal clo- here? I was closing the deal, right? And I screenshotted it. You nigga, you different, and you. I, I screenshotted it, intending it to send it to my friend, and I sent it to her. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 flag yeah. <laughs> the flag. Hey, what's the trend right now? The red flags. You couldn't unsend that message either because yeah, you did it during. I somehow te- played it off. Uh, trying to, cause it wasn't, it wasn't like. So like straightforward and I I like um, uh-huh. text like got him or something like that. <gasps> got him. So, Wait, you say you didn't? No, I did. Oh no. Yeah. <sighs> and oh, I like no. flipped it somehow. I was like, oh, it means da 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 da. So I kind of like flipped what it meant. Yeah. Cause, Cause she was like, oh, oh yeah, you had to backtrack your ass off on that one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, better, you make her steak dinner. She she's a person that doesn't know like. Or slang, so I kind of was like, "Oh, this is what this mean." So I kind of pulled it, pulled it off, or she kind of like gave me that grace. It was like, "You fucked up, but I like him, so I'm gonna just like." Look past Damn, him. it was definitely the last. <laughs> yeah, you got you got lucky. That is um. Yeah, I would have never heard from from chick again after some shit yeah. like that if I did it. Yeah, you bold. That is a good one. I've heard so many stories of people that do that. That they screenshot and they actually send it to that person. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there'll be one where she she screenshot it. She meant to send it to her friend saying, "Look at this, this dumb, this." this yeah, and then that dude just gets hurt. He's like, "Oh," she's like. I'm sorry. It's like, why are you sorry? It's like that thing where you're only you, sorry you got caught. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if people actually do that on purpose and like, oh, my bad. I don't got it in me to do that. Uh, listen, you talking to the dude, I will look at your damn contact name like six times before I hit send just to make sure. Mm. Yeah. No, I've been down that path. You send that text by mistake and now you got to walk it back and you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good at walking back takes. So, you know, I just, you know, not do it or... Just go to a different platform to do it. Yeah, it's it's time for me to migrate to the house and, you know, get fat. You know, and just get ready for spring. <laughs> oh, you want them hibernation? <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, I fucks with it, though. See, I, I'm out here when it gets cold, so I just gotta, I gotta flirt for for uh, warmth, actually. Mm. You flirt, just have somebody just uh, come cuddle, cuddle you on and keep you warm at that point. I feel like, 
what nigga come at me. Go. I'm trying to think like I would kind of would rather have a relationship in the summertime because yeah. that way like you could have somebody you're like inviting to like these events in the wintertime like you can't go nowhere like yeah snowing, I can. I'm always doing so. Michigan. Mich- you, we've only had snow like like last year we had one like bad week. Yeah. And then we had one bad week of ice. Okay, so I feel like we don't get those Michigan winters like we used to say when we were kids or like in junior or yeah. high school. We don't get them type of winters anymore. Global warming. But yeah, it don't happen as often. So so if you invite her over and she like gets snowed in, so what do you do after that? Oh, she about to stay. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You now, stay right here, darling. I'm going to go get a bottle of wine. I'll be right back. Oh, uh, so, so you, you guys kind of just want to like kick it with her. Oh, for oh sure. Yeah, were okay. you, you Listen, trying... <laughs> I'm not trying to cuff someone just to text her. No, come yeah. to the crib. Let's hang out. Netflix and chill, all that I'm shit. I'm saying you could do that, but then like... Now we can do it longer. Yeah. Oh, you trying to stay out and bring some clothes? Yeah. I'm, I'm that guy. I like you come with like come stay with me for a while. I don't I'm, want you just in and out. I'm basically out. doing everything but telling you to move in. That's the type of person that that's the type of time I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like as a roommate, but uh, do- yeah. Dollar General right there, bro. We make keys. They copy keys yeah, right man. there. Look, oh, I got, no, look, we're I got, not copying no keys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Kinda. You make it keys? Depends. No, no. I've never. How many keys, keys you made? Can't tell that. My roommate's listening to this. I'm gonna have an issue with that probably. I've never made a key for someone, but it's not off the table if we get there. Yeah. Like, I'm for sure. Well, that's a relationship we... at that point. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, that's what I'm trying to go for here. So you're just, he's just helping build it a lot faster yeah. at that point. I mean, I'm all for just, like, kicking it for a long period of time. I've had people where, uh, I've had times where I was confused once. I've had someone over where we just kicked it, and then they ended up staying the whole next day. And it was unbeknownst to me, like, because we just didn't have that conversation, but I loved it. I was happy about it. And then I just do my thing, because then I get to make cook for them. If I can cook for somebody now, I really like that, and I get happy about that. Like, I invited, uh, I used to see this one girl, she was vegan. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I hit you up for the vegan mm-hmm. recipes, and you put me on game with the vegan mushroom stroganoff. Mm-hmm. Made that. She loved that. Appreciate that. I beat. And anyways, <laughs> it was a great time. We, we had some great conversations. She took me on some nice brunch spots. See? It's a give and take. Okay. She was get, she was taken, I was given. Yeah, see, but I don't know. Nowadays, what do you think? Do you, do you think feel like most of your favorite women are in relationships? What do you mean by favorite women? Like celebrities, people that we know. I'm gonna like leave it that broad. Leave it that broad. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I yeah. don't wanna. I don't wanna like lust over. So. Stop with, the level with one. Ce- where you saying? The celebrity aspect, like when I'm like secretly in love with like a celebrity and she like gets in a relationship it kind of like tarnish my love for her like a uh, janae Aikyo, like i love her when she's and when, single and when she when she got in that relationship with big shine it kind of like fucked me up because it was like i like his music you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> it ain't cause, cause, listen, this nigga raw you 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 dating a nigga that's a little raw than me i fuck with that because i feel the same way about her but when that big sean shit happened so this is where mine go she didn't big Sean. Well, that nigga like five six. He can't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, that is also another factor. Maybe it's toxic of me, but I kind of go by the mindset: Can he beat my ass? No. Well, then you're single. I, yeah, I like the allure of you being single, even if you're not single. I don't want you posted on your Instagram with your partner. You yeah, know what no, I'm, I'm not trying to see that. I don't mind it. I'm. I'm if I know here. I'm beating. I really don't mind. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm not really here for your family. So you kind of, kind of like. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm still here for her. If I'm still beaten at that point, I'm still there. Like it legit makes me laugh. It's just like, all right, you did this. We both got the thing we wanted out of it, and now with the trans, dude, this this goes to a whole different thing where it's just like, I talked about it before. It's all transactional. Sex mm-hmm. is transactional. A whole relationship it is. Because once again, the exchange that. is, uh, let's say, what are you looking to get? What are you looking to get out of this person? A girl. Are you asking me? Yeah. Um, I would say like a, a piece of like normalcy. Kind of like uh, I want to like implement you in my, into my regimen, I guess. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's oh. run, run the mire. Let's do like mire runs or... <laughs> Let's do oh, some jewelry. Oh, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, that was a little different. No, I know where he was going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean like, like, you was on trial for a minute, but no, like, that's not guilty verdict. I, right. I fuck with that. Like, no, yeah. All right, we're going to up your soccer level to three. No, <laughs> oh, man. Because he wants her to be, like, just part of his life, like that companionship. Oh. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, I need to go to the store to get some shit. Like, slide with me to the store. Trying to roll? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We might roll up. Two and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, if you that fun. If you that type of fun, like, <laughs> listen, don't tell me, hey, let's go, yeah, don't for, tell a, me let's go for a ride and smoke. Like, listen, I might just go for a ride and get your ass a ring on the spot while we at it. There you go. And see, that's, and once you, like you said, that's what you're looking to get out of it, and they're trying to get something out of it. And to get that to happen, you are going to exchange. There's a transaction mm-hmm. taking place. Um, it's almost in the same way how we say that guys are nice and the, the very, like, broad thing where we say guys are this this cliche. this yeah very cliche things where guys are this 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 to get this she is also doing this 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 looking let's say a phenomenal to get these things from you mm-hmm. so it's all transactional have you guys dealt with a woman who didn't have any vices like she like i don't drink or i don't i don't smoke yeah like yeah. uh you guys enjoy those type of relationships yeah i love like, it i, I haven't really been in like those type of relationships as like an adult, like in high school, I have. But oh, when you say adult, where are we gonna start that age at? Because I mean, I start like twenty one. Okay, then yeah, I have been yeah. there. Where she she, where she did, very like I don't know, very rarely. Like and that was that was fine. It was fine me. It didn't put a stress on a relationship because I don't want to have that dependency. As sure. well, but I mean, it'd be cool if we if we had that in common. I think that is one. Like, I would say it's if anything for me. It's just something that it's just something neat that we have in common. Like if I get into a relationship, especially if it's something significant, I'm not trying to change anything about that person because mm-hmm. how you came into this is what attracted right. me in the first place. Like if you smoke and I smoke, cool. But like if you don't have any vices or anything like that, I'm not gonna try to force anything on you. Like yeah. I res- like respect. All right, no big deal. I'm gonna go outside and smoke real quick though. Yeah, like, it's just one of them type of things. I'm that person too, but also it's like. We going out to eat, and you don't want to, like, order a drink? Like, listen, Yeah, it's fine. She got water. Listen, that's a... Oh, you know what I'm hearing there? Oh, you don't want to order a drink? You don't do nothing, though? Listen, like, you don't want to order a drink? Here are my keys. I'm going to get drunk. Yeah. Or I'm not going to drive tonight. See, like, that's not fun. Things. Smoking by yourself can be fun, but, like, drinking by yourself, that's just sad. <laughs> All right, self righteous. Right, you can still do that and just Someone, be fine. I mean, like, I do it. You, you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. we I, here for you. I was just about to say, somebody's never had been heartbroken and bought a like, bottle of wine. I'd yeah. be looking in the mirror like side as hell, <laughs> ready to cry. Yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so uh, man, yeah. we here for you. You know, blow us. You said a prayer. We got another prayer. Uh, Will Smith, blow oh. us. August. <laughs> We're here for you. You are you're in our prayers and we wish the best. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, man. It's a brotherhood over here. I we feel try like to be. Try to be. We try. Damn, nigga. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that flag. All right. Not that part. Well, just the part I said. At the end. It was weird. No, no, I should have said that. That was. Anywho, though, it was a great time. Great guys. I'm not ending it now, but I'm just ending it. So, you know, that was a great episode. I appreciate everyone's effort to first uh, be able to deliver it. I do apologize to my. Uh, I don't like all of the fan base. I don't even. My listener, listenership. View. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, listenership. I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, always hanging in there, and that's y'all weird too. Y'all be like li- watching like random, random ass like episodes. Like I always check in, just look at the analytics for a second. I'm like, why do they listen to episode six right now? Shit, like, I don't because know. when I boot up Spotify, I just click on your damn podcast, whatever mm-hmm. plays plays. Yeah, but some of these niggas be interesting. Yeah, but isn't it like um, isn't it like ranked off like the number of views of the of like the episode? episode? Uh, yeah. No, like your, your highest I'll, I'll, view will be at the top of your list. N- no, it just has it has the latest episode, and people for some reason keep on going to episode one. I tell people always listen to the latest one because that's gonna be the most relevant and current. Yeah, but I want to see the glow up. Yeah, but yeah, nigga, I got a lot better than than when we did episode one, and so I I love that part to it. Just be humble, man. I do. I promise you. So thank you everyone for listening. Stay in tuned. Uh, Terrence, any last parting words? Uh, what I always say, I guess, be kind to one another. Uh, it's a shitty world. We can all make it a better place. I'm just kidding. Be yourself. I don't give a fuck. Uh, blow us any parting words. Yeah, man. Be safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't send for nobody. Damn. And, uh, right. It's okay to love yourself, guys. Just, just hug yourself sometimes. Guys specific man. or everybody? Yeah, Mr. Feminist. Everybody. Okay. Everybody gets love. I hope. Well, I don't know about everybody. Yeah. Some people don't deserve it. Joe don't deserve it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just quiet. Uh, Grin says everything. Once again, thank you. We always appreciate your love, your attention, and also your views. Please make sure to uh, share this. And I always keep track, and I always appreciate. Like always, it is dairy-free. Thank you for lending me your ears and your attention. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We have another episode prior to to really round out the season of season one. And then we're going to mosey on to a few bonus episodes as well. But as always, it is dairy free.